You're listening to Specscript. Today's episode, Pokemon at Rose City Comic Con, written by Steven Wilbur. Gotta catch this pod. Hey everybody, Chris Hotomy here. Very exciting. This is our cool special Pokemon episode recorded at Rose City Comic Con, Portland's biggest Comic Con, so that's really dope. Uh, I hope you like it. I hope you think it's cool. And thank you so much for your continued support. Our next really cool special episode is Saturday, November 10th at the Portland Podcast Festival. So you want to go to that. And then, of course, we got, you know, a normal one on November 11th by Nick Sahoya. So come to all of those. Thank you so much and party on. Uh, yes, I had a question for the panel. Um, when's the show starting? Hey, hey. Ooh. Hello. 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 Voice of God there. <laughs> Hello. Uh, hey, everybody, welcome to Specscript. Welcome to Specscript. Uh, yeah, welcome to Specscript at Rose City Comic Con. Um, Specscript is a cool live podcast uh, that we do, like right now where a person writes an episode of a TV show that they have never seen, and then a cast of amazing, talented angels bring it to life. Today, we're doing Pokemon. Pokemon. All written by the angelist of angels, Stephen Wilbur. Um, The Christ figure in our Last Supper setup. Yeah. Uh, this show is, is hosted and produced by me, Chris Hottamy, and... Uh, me, Shane Hosey, yeah. exiled to the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. <laughs> uh, no, thank you so much for coming. Give yourselves a round of applause. You're already a beautiful audience. We love you. Thank you. Great costumes. Uh, yeah, so we're going to have a fun one today. Usually we uh, are performed every second Sunday at Kelly's Olympian, and there's a fun whole pre-show with stand-up comedy and professional wrestling and sometimes music. I know, it's the best show on earth. Uh, but today we are just going to dive right into this script. So uh, this is our very first con, so we're like super excited uh, to do this. We've done festivals before, we've done away stuff, but we've never done uh, a con. So this is awesome. So thank you so much for... Uh, being here, being cool, and definitely uh, a weird pitch for a con. Thanks for showing up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So we're gonna have fun. We're gonna do it, and we're hopefully uh, gonna have plenty of time to not run over time at the end. Uh, so who's ready to start? Yeah. All right, let's uh, meet our amazing cast. Everyone here is going to say their name, the character they are reading or characters, and uh, then their favorite monster. Uh, I'll start. Uh, I'm Chris, Chris Hotomy. I'm reading the character of uh, Jace. Uh, and, uh, and let's see, oh, and that dorky ginger kid from Pokemon Snap. <laughs> My favorite monster is, uh, is the Kraken. You gotta go classic, baby. The, who knows it's in the ocean? You know, it could be real. So, the Kraken. Alright. He's cracking a glow stick, uh, for the record. Stenographer, put it on the record. That I anyone? Anyone? <laughs> we start in the middle, it's thrown off. Um, hello, my name is L. Sanchez, and I'm reading for the part of Ash. Um, 
I got this gig because my friend knows I do a drunk impression of Ash, but um, I've only said a couple words as that voice, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. It's just a, I choose you, Pikachu. That's it. Pretty good. And Pretty I, so good. we'll see if I can do that for the entirety. Yeah. Um, and my favorite monster is a werewolf, because duh. Yeah. Uh, my name is Stephen Wilbur. I wrote this, and I would I have not seen Pokemon, believe it or not. And uh, I am voicing all the Pokemon. And uh, my favorite monster is uh, Maurice from Little Monsters. Howie yeah. Mandel, <laughs> real monster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my name is Tiffany Wire. I'm playing Birder. Um, uh, and my favorite monster, I hope this counts, I'm going to say, is it Jared? Garrett. Jared? Jared. Jared. Uh, the Goblin King. Oh, I'll allow it. <laughs> Thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's yeah. also a monster. <laughs> Hi, I'm Alexandra Jade. I'll be playing Janice. Tabitha and Clerk. Uh, my favorite monster is the slimy guy from the first season of X Files that just slides into Scully's apartment. Yep, you know X Files. Uh, slides in through like all the ducts and like up the pipes and stuff, and then has like a weird nest. Does he slide into her DMs too? This was before DMs, Carolyn. This is the next. Uh, Dungeon Masters have been around since the 70s, so... <laughs> I was gonna make that joke. Too slow! <laughs> Alright, I'm Christian Lipsky, and I will be reading the part of Misty. Uh, and my favorite monster uh, is uh, Pinhead from Hellraiser, because he doesn't care. <laughs> Uh, my name is Denise Espinoza, better known as Beanerita, and I'll be playing Brock and Mitch. Uh, and my favorite monsters are sirens, because they draw men into their watery depths. Ooh, hubba hubba. Uh, it's me, your boy Shane Hosey. I'll be playing Narrator VO, and my favorite monster is uh, Bumpy. He goes bump in the night. <laughs> My name is DJ Huff, and I will be playing the role of Jeff Trichols. Tr Jeff Trichols. Trichols. Uh, my favorite monster is uh, Frankenstein's monster, because I kind of feel bad for him. He doesn't even get a name. He's just like the monster that belongs to Frankenstein. <laughs> Isn't his creator the true monster? Yeah. Mary Shelley. <laughs> she fucked on her mom's grave. <laughs> Why is she like that's badass? I don't know. That's pretty cool. I don't think it's monstrous. I know. I know. It is. It's just cool. Um, I'm Carolyn Maine. I'm going to be playing the role of police cop, and my favorite monster is besides the police. <laughs> it's the Monster Mash. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, my name's Mark. I will be reading the stage directions, and my favorite monster is any time we are the real monsters. Ah, ah, real monsters. Think about it. <laughs> Confused, clapping. <laughs> All right, everybody. Let's get ready to start Pokemon. Train up. Pikachu wants to be strong. Story by David Mamet and Stephen Wilbur. 
teleplay by Stephen Wilbur. Recap previous episode. Last time on Pokemon. Interior, Pokegym, Knight. Ash Ketchum and Pikachu, main characters of the show, stand opposite of the gym's evening manager, Jeff Trichels, and his Pokemon, Diglett, who kind of looks like if you were burying a Mr. Potato Head and then gave up halfway through. In the battle, to win the badge that you get for beating a Pokemon gym that only has ground-type Pokemon in it for some reason, Ash had met his match in the form of the gym's evening manager, Jeff Trichels. Ash and Pikachu valiantly pose in front of Dr Jeff Trichels and his trusted Diglett. Pikachu's cute little Pika cheeks spark with electricity. The Diglett spits a bunch of dirt in Pikachu's face, which makes him wince and flail his hands in a way that reminds me of when you walk into a spider web. Uh, isn't that the worst? Ha ha ha, your Pokemon are weaker than my insults, ha ha ha. But when things looked their most dire, Ash used a secret strategy that, of course, he had. <laughs> yeah, right. My Pokemon are even stronger than my comebacks. Pikachu, Jericho, Beam, Delta. <laughs> Pika! The dirty-faced Pikachu forms a ball of blue energy in his hands. And shoots a focused beam at the Diglett, knocking it off and putting swirly lines where its eyes once were. <laughs> Jeff Trichels falls to his knees, eyes welling with tears. No! The attack bested Ash's minimum wage rifle and awarded him the badge. Ash victoriously pulls the badge, a copper-plated name tag that reads Trichels, off of Jeff Trichels' polo shirt and lifts it into the air. Interior, supermarket, evening. Brock and Misty, who despite their names aren't adult film actors, stand at the supermarket's self-checkout terminals, frustrated and arguing with the clerk. Meanwhile, Brock and Misty's secret strategy wasn't as super, as a, super effective as they thought when battling the clerk at a self-checkout line. What are you talking about? I only have three items. <clears throat> Sir, the self-checkout line is for 15 items, period. Not 15 types of items. You have one jar of mayonnaise, one entertainment weekly, and then at least 30 bottles of strawberry kiwi Powerade. <sighs> Let's just go through the regular checkout. And get suckered into buying a crudload of gum? No way. What sort of anime-style adventures will our heroes embark on today? Find out. Right now! <laughs> Title card. Train up. Pikachu wants to be strong. Train up! Pikachu wants to be strong! <laughs> Exterior. Bettendorf, Iowa. The not-too-distant future. The afternoon sun peeks out over the cloud and illuminates this bustling Midwest town the same way the arm tattoo of Marvin the Martian peeks out under the sleeve of Jackie in accounts receivable and illuminates the fact that Jackie must have been pretty wild in her 20s. <laughs> Interior, Ash's bedroom, day. On the bedside table, a pokeball-shaped alarm clock with the words, Wokemon, gotta catch some Zs, on it starts ringing loudly. 
The ringing spritz is every corner of this little boy's room, cluttered with books on Pokemon training, posters of notable gym leaders, and a curious amount of precious moments figurines of little girls eating different types of breakfast foods. <laughs> it's not a call the cops amount, but enough to think they're one of those inside joke birthday presents from your grandma that she never bothered to loop back in with you to see if you think it's still funny. <laughs> Ash Ketchum, a starry-eyed boy with a thirst for adventure and a taste for telling things to fight other things, turns off the alarm with his waking hand and springs from his bed in the TVY7 level of undress. He opens his closet to pick out his clothes for the day, hanging there in a varied wardrobe of colors and styles to suit any season or occasion. He furrows his brow and moves his gaze to the crusty pile of dirty fabric on the floor that contains the same short-sleeved blue jacket and black t-shirt stonewashed jean combo he's worn the last 30 episodes. <laughs> oh, and he was already wearing his hat when he woke up. Kinda weird. Interior kitchen. Day. Ash zips down the stairs and meets, sitting at the table, his mother, Janice. Janice looks kind of like the girl who was in Two Guys, A Girl, and a Pizza Place. <laughs> I forget her name. Blonde. Shorter than Ryan Reynolds. I always want to say Tia Leone, but I know it's not Tia. <laughs> also sitting at the table, reading the penny saver in a green bathrobe, is Charizard. <laughs> he looks like a Charizard. <laughs> Morning, Mom! <laughs> Afternoon, Mom, is more like it. Um, break, tardio. <laughs> you know I don't like it when you're out so late. You slept the whole morning away. I know, I know, but I had a big battle with the Cedar Rapids gym leader last night, and I won! What's Charizard's excuse for still being in his robe? Busy night of not having a job? Charizard, Char, Charizard, Char, 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 Charizard. <laughs> oh, right, the wing injury that only flares up during the workers' comp follow up appointments. Char, Char, Charizard. <sighs> Ash, honey, I wish you would be nicer to your father. <laughs> step, father, <laughs> and that he should step out of our lives. <laughs> Char-Charizard, Char-Charizard, Char-Char. Say that again, because I've got an Ultra Ball with your name on it, fat freeloading Pika-Pika. Actually, Patrick Sigourney Ketchum, where did you learn that word? Ash grabs his messenger bag and storms out the front door. I just don't know what I'm going to do with that boy. Char-Char-Char-Char. Janice flirtatiously slaps Charizard's shoulder. Oh, you stop. <laughs> Exterior, bus stop, day. Ash Ketchum, the kid from the previous scene, is huffing and puffing down the sidewalk. Stupid Charizard, you think you're so hot with your flaming tail and your fire-based abilities? Ash almost walks right into a telephone pole. He stops just before skull-punching the pole to notice the poster stapled to it. His eyes light up as the stepdad's strife fades away from his mind, the same way his real dad's taillights faded away into the night <laughs> until they could no longer be seen through Ash's rain-soaked bedroom window. <laughs> the poster's got some Pokemon clip art on it that's a little stretched out, and the font's papyrus, which is totally gross. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> 
sign-ups for the 43rd annual Pokemon Tournament arc. Championships are now open. Grand prizes. <gasps> Whatever the winner needs to fulfill their narrative goal. <laughs> he begins to gleefully stroll down the sidewalk with a gait similar to a mayoral candidate's where they're trying to campaign by hitting the streets while at the same time trying to mask the fact that they had just diarrheaed in their pants. <laughs> Exterior. Machamp Arms Apartments. Day. This show's protagonist, Ash Ketchum, struts up to the modest yet unassuming tenement building and presses 025 on the intercom. The groggy and glass-breakingly shrill voice of Pikachu comes through the speaker. Pika! Pikachu, it's me, Ash. Ash Ketchum. Come on, buddy, we've got training to do. Uh, Pikachu, Chew, Pika, Pika, Pikachu. Mm -hmm. I know you were out late, but the tournament art games are in a month and you'll never guess the grand prize. Pika, Pika, Pikachu, Pika, Chew, Chew. You already saw the flyer. How can you not be bumped as all flipping heck? Pika, Pika, Choo, Choo, Pikachu. Whatever. Vespa's are super cool, and you know it. I can't afford a sweet Vespa. Can you afford a sweet Vespa? Pikachu, Pikachu. Yeah, I didn't think so, so just come down. Uh, chew, <laughs> Choo, Pika. <laughs> Shortly after, Pikachu comes out the front door. Chew, Pika, Pikachu, Pika, Pika. Way ahead of you, man. My man. <laughs> Ash hands him a to-go cup of coffee, an Ethiopian blend with just a splash of amaretto crema, in case you were wondering. Uh, Chew. Yeah, I know I'm the best. The very best. <laughs> Exterior. Downtown Bettendorf. Day. While gleefully strutting down the sidewalk like a couple of Dorcases, the show's key leads, Ash and Pikachu, hardly notice the flavor characters I added for world building. There's a Mr. Mime, covered in silver paint, standing on an apple crate and doing the robot. There's a hustler, busking a game of three-ball Monty. Find the shiny, find the shiny, the risk is tiny, just find the shiny. There's a group of goth Silmarillions, which is what happens when you evolve an Eevee while in your mom's basement. Swish. <laughs> the two stop in their tracks as they hear a pair of antagonistic voices. Hey, Trash and Geekachu! Yeah, I agree. That's your names are. That's what they are, eh? Oh no. Pikachu. The pair of youths who look like if Queen Beryl from Sailor Moon and Trunks from Dragon Ball Z and were stupid reveal themselves. I don't know their names, so they're Berta and Jais. <laughs> Members of Team Rockets. The Illuminati type organization who only use rocket type Pokemon. <laughs> They took the hint last night when we ditched them at the gym. Pikachu. Ugh, and they're gonna do their dumb poem. <coughs> Berta and Jice approach the two. The moon, 
a satellite of doubt eclipsing the memories of youth. And the sun, a dying orb of rage, immolating the stomach of my heart. My bosom. My loins. <laughs> we are the whelps, nipping at the ankles of lust. With our teeth wet and our haunches. Ash and Pikachu have already left. Taught. Well, at least our table at Olive Garden should be ready soon. Jais pulls out a deactivated coaster. Oh, actually, it was buzzing during our poem. You're an idiot. Oh. <laughs> Later, the primary focus of the show, Ash and Pikachu, <laughs> pass two Pokemon trainers across the street. Let's call them Mitch and Tabitha. They're engaging in an unsanctioned battle. With her hand firmly grasped around a Pokeball, Tabitha begins the fight. Geodude, I choose you! She releases a Geodude, which kind of looks like if you turned Popeye into a gray meatball. <laughs> oh, Geodude! <laughs> <laughs> and with the flick of a wrist, Mitch launches Missing No, the glitched out Pokemon caused by an error in the game and can often cause the game to crash. Uh, okay, hold on, guys. I think the, the script just. Mark? Marky? Mark? Mark? Are you... uh, I think we need to. Okay, when was the last time anyone saved the script? I, uh, I, let me check. I didn't Oh boy. Okay, hold on. Just blow so, it. Do we so blow sorry. on it? Don't blow on it, you're just uh, gonna get the pages okay. wet. He <laughs> resets Okay, we are we good? Oh. Is it rebooting? It's been a while since I've read. Oh okay. no. Where are we at? Uh, Pokemon. Blue version. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright 95, 96, 98. Game freak. Continue. Player. Dr. Butt, 311. <laughs> Time, 11.05. How long is, is that? Pretty close to... Are we, I mean, are we good? 11.05? Pokedex, 69. Nice. 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 <laughs> Badges, 3. You had, you had 4. Uh, now, oh boy. Exterior. Cedar Rapids Poke Gym, the night oh, before. God. <laughs> the stars of the hit television show Pokemon, Ash and Pikachu, approach the coveted gym that only has ground type Pokemon <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> okay. Okay, buddy, I hear this Jeff Trichels? Trichels? Guy is one tough customer, even though he works at the gym. So he's a worker and a customer, which means he's double tough. Yeah. Pikachu looks puzzled. Pika Pika? Interior, Cedar po Rapids Poker Gym, night. The two enter the darkened gym. In the center is a single spotlight illuminating a front desk that evening manager, Jeff Trichels, stands behind. Hello, and welcome to Cedar Rapids Poker Gym. How, I'm, how may I defeat you this evening? Trichold slowly climbs atop of the front desk, knocking over pens and pamphlets along the way. He slides his butt across the surface until he plants his feet in front of the desk, arms akimbo. Yeah. I'm here for the bat, Trichold. Jeff Trichold looks down at his shiny copper name tag. 
You're going to have to pry it from my cold, dead uniform that they took its cost out of my first paycheck. <laughs> Diglett, I choose you. Trichold throws his Pokeball on the ground and Diglett appears. Dig. <laughs> Pikachu, I obviously choose you. Pikachu gets in a menacing fight pose, and it's, like, also super cute, too. <laughs> Diglett, do your quake face attack. Diglett starts rapidly beating his face on the ground, causing a line of upkeep ground to speed towards Pikachu and knock him on the ground. Pika! Pikachu, you can do this using an electricity-based attack! Pikachu stands back up and shoots a bolt of electricity-based lightning at the Diglett. <laughs> Diglett quickly dodges. <laughs> Maybe he's right, Pikachu. Maybe I'm not ready. Maybe I'll never be ready. Pikachu takes a couple of steps towards Ash and looks him in the eye. Pika. Pikachu, chew, Pika, Pika. Pikachu, Pika, Pikachu, Pikachu. Pikachu, Pikachu, chew, Pika. Pikachu, chew. Pika, Pika, Pikachu. Pikachu, Pikachu, choo-choo, Pikachu. But how do they know that? <laughs> Pika, 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 Pika. Pikachu, Pika, Pika. Choo-choo, Pika, Pikachu. Choo-choo, Pika, Pika. Pikachu, 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 choo, Pikachu. Pikachu, Pikachu. Pika, 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 Pika. Choo, 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 Pika, Pika. Choo, 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 Pika, Pikachu. Tears fall from Ash's eyes. You, you really think so? Pikachu. <laughs> Pikachu spins around, poised to teach their opponents a lesson. A lesson in being taught lessons. Well, let's put this guy in suspension with only partial pay. Pika. Ash and Pikachu valiantly pose in front of Jeff Trichold's and his trusted Diglett. Pikachu's cute little Pika cheeks spark with electricity. The Diglett spits a bunch of dirt in Pikachu's face, which makes him wince and flail his hands in a way that reminds me of when you walk in a spiderweb. Ugh, isn't that the worst? <laughs> ha ha ha, your Pokemon are weaker than my insults, ha ha ha. <laughs> yeah, right, my Pokemon are even stronger than my comebacks. Pikachu, Jericho, Bean, Epsilon. Pika! The dirty-faced Pikachu forms a ball of blue energy in his hands. And shoots a focused beam at the Diglett. The beam pierces the Diglett straight through its heart. It quickly disintegrates the Pokemon from the entry wound out. The beam continues and hits the torso of evening manager The impact causes his chest to explode into a chum-like burst of red mist viscera and shredded polo shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Trichold's limbs and eyelids slightly twitch as his lifeless body falls to the ground, a slow stream of smoke rising from the gaping chunk taken from his body. Yeah. Our heroes stare in shock at the carnage. 
Fuck me. <laughs> Chew. <laughs> they approach the corpse to assess the damage. A molten copper-plated name tag that vaguely reads Trichold's is fused to the former evening manager's flesh. <laughs> what are we gonna do? We gotta tell someone, we gotta call the police! Pikachu pounces on Ash, knocking him to the ground. Pika, Pika, Pika! But we can't just not say anything, someone's dead! Pikachu, Pika, Choo Choo, Pika! What do you mean you can't go back when you were in prison? Pikachu becomes deep in thought and, as if he were to spill salsa on the ground, begins to pace the floor. Like the robots. He then snaps his fingers in epiphany and whips around to Ash. Pika, Pika, Pika! Wait, what? Pikachu, Choo Choo, Pika! Will that even work? Pikachu, Pikachu! Because I don't think anyone has tried that on a human. Pikachu, Pikachu, Pikachu. All right. Ash Ketchum, the kid we've been following this whole episode, pulls a Pokeball from his messenger bag and hurls it towards the gourd corpse of the Cedar Rapids Pokeballs, employee of the month for June, Jeff Trichels. The ball arcs in the air, then stops, hovering three feet above the body. It opens up and starts trying to vacuum Jeff Trichels into it. <laughs> Tiny bits of flesh and cloth begin to lift in the air towards the ball. Oh wow, Pikachu, it's actually working! <laughs> Pika! The suction becomes more powerful. The body starts lifting towards the ball. Ash and Pikachu joyfully watch. The ball tries even harder. Suddenly, entrails and ligaments are quickly sucked out of Jeff Trichold's gaping chest wound, <laughs> zipping into the Pokeball. The skin husk starts flailing around, spraying blood around the rest of the room, including our hero's faces. The flailing stops, the bloodied Pokeball closes and falls to the ground. The deflated body of Jeff Trichels, who was on fast track to becoming day manager remains on the floor with bits of leftover intestine and bone strewn about. Ash and Pikachu stare, mouth agape. They are at a loss. Words. <laughs> and or names spoken in different inflections to represent words. <laughs> From the dimly lit entrance of the poker gym, a pair of familiar voices are heard. The moon, a satellite of doubt eclipsing the memories of youth. And the sun, a dying orb of rage immolating the stomach of my heart. My bosom. My voice. The two notice Ash and Pikachu's bodies Jackson pollocked on the evening manager blood. Oh, no. Then the graphic display on the floor. Jice violently throws up all you can eat soup and salad and breadsticks on his grey tracksuit. Mama Mia! They go to Olive Garden a lot. What did you do? Is that the gym leader? <laughs> you you sick freaks! We're calling the coppers! You're gonna try for the Pikachu jumps on Berta's shoulder and quickly snaps her neck. No! Then jumps to Jace and claws his jugular, spraying more blood onto Ash. The two bad poets fall to the floor. Ash falls to his knees, quaking over what he just witnessed. Oh my god! 
Pikachu! Why did you do that? Oh my god! Oh my god! They're gonna find out we did this! I'm never gonna see my mom again! We are never gonna have an opportunity to win Vespas! Ash starts hyperventilating. Pikachu comes over and slaps him in the face. Pikachu slaps him again, tears streaming down Ash's face. Pika! I can't! Pikachu slaps him even harder. Pika! Ash, sobbing, slows his breathing and strokes his face where the slap connected. Pikachu scurries towards the front desk, past the emptied remains of the late Jeff Pritchells, who really needed that promotion so him and his wife, Tabitha, could afford things for the nursery. <laughs> Ash stands up as he watches Pikachu rifle through the drawers of the desk until he eventually pulls out a glass and a bottle of Old Spiro brand whiskey. He slowly pours some into the glass and downs it in one sip. He calmly looks at Ash. Pikachu. Leave? I can't just leave. Chew Pika Pika. What does that even mean? I'll handle it. Pika. But how? Pika. <laughs> they stare each other down for a moment, telegraphing everything else that needs to be said. With a subtle nod of acknowledgement, Ash backs away, almost stumbling over Joyce's lifeless leg. His steps become quicker until he turns round and heads towards the door. Exterior, Cedar Rapids Pokemon Gym. Night. Series mainstay, Ash Ketchum, slowly drags his feet out of the gym. Blood-soaked and overwhelmed, he blinklessly stares at the ground. From down the road, Brock and Misty, remember those guys? <laughs> Both carrying armfuls of strawberry kiwi Powerade, run up to greet Ash. Ash, hey! Did you battle the gym leader? Yeah. <laughs> uh. Brock spits out a giant wad of gum. <laughs> Did you wallop the heck out of him? Yeah. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, all right. We knew you could do it, buddy. Their smiles morph into confusion as they scan Ash. Hey, Ash, what's all over your clothes? <laughs> Ash oh. looks at his bloodied shirt mm -hmm. and pants with little emotion. Oh, I... <laughs> You look like you spilled a bunch of Powerade on yourself, dude. He smugly looks over at Misty. Good thing we bought a bunch extra. Misty's eyes roll back so much you'd think they were Walmart's prices. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for that, I just realized this hasn't been silly for a while. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go home. He slowly walks down the road. Well, hey, wait, we'll walk with you. Yeah. Ash doesn't acknowledge them. Brock and Misty follow anyway as they leave the scene. So how'd it go? Was it even a fair fight? Who'd you use? Booty duck? Fry kid? <laughs> he wouldn't use fry kid. Fry kid stinks. I beat your water gum with fry kid. Hey, where's Pikachu? Interior. Ash's bedroom the next day. On the bedside table, a Pokeball-shaped alarm clock with the words, Wokemon, gotta catch some Z's on it, starts ringing loudly. 
The ringing spreads into every corner of this little boy's room, cluttered with books on Pokemon training, posters of notable gym leaders, with one curiously torn off and crumpled on the floor. Ash Ketchum, a prepubescent boy with a tear-soaked pillow and a belly full of demons, <laughs> turns off the alarm with his waking up hand, rises from his bed. He opens his closet to pick out his clothes for the day, hanging there in a vastly varied wardrobe of colors and styles to suit any season or occasion. Slowly, he moves his gaze to the dried, blood-crusted pile of fabric on the floor that contains garb of a secret. Few are strong enough to keep him. He puts on a sporty little number of yellow polo with gray jeans and throws his trademark clothes in the wastebasket, wastebasket, where his hat already was. Before he exits his room, he hears shouting from downstairs. <laughs> Interior, kitchen, day. Ash zips down the stairs to find a police officer struggling to put Ash's very upset stepfather, Charizard, into handcuffs. Ash's mom, Janice, is in the corner, Trailer Howard. That's her name. <laughs> the lady who is Ash's mom looks like. She was also in Monk. <laughs> anyway, she's sobbing uncontrollably. Hold still! You're only making this harder! Charizard! What's going on? There was a triple homicide at the Cedar Rapids Pokemon Gym last night. The bodies were missing. But there was a trail of blood that led all the way to a storage unit in this Charizard's name. Charizard! <laughs> yep, that's a name, all right. <laughs> you monster! You said that storage unit was for your polyethylene barrels and sulfuric acid. <laughs> Shocked, Ash notices Pikachu's peeking through the window. Pikachu gives him a knowing wink. <laughs> Charizard, Charizard, Char Char! Bang it, dang, 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 dang it! <laughs> <laughs> I just wish I could understand what you Pokemons were saying. Where's a trainer when you need one? Ash again looks over at Pikachu, who gives him a sly wink. He says. Charizard glares at Ash like. Like, you know, how you kind of angrily glare into the Taco Bell drive through window as they make your food. <laughs> Knowing that they're going to give you less items than you ordered, but still hoping that they'll prove you wrong. <laughs> That's how he's looking at Ash. He says, he says, I'm with it, boy. We don't have all day. Now, what does he say? He says, he says, he says, he definitely killed those people and he loved every minute of it. Loved the way the light left their eyes. Loved the way their blood tasted. Loved the way the door of the storage unit sounded as it closed. Oh, he did, did he? Sure! <laughs> yeah, huh? And he also said that later he may deny it, but that, don't believe him because he's just a survival mechanism. He definitely, definitely committed all those grotesque murders and also probably ones you haven't even found the bodies for yet. Charizard lunges at Ash, but the police officer maintains his hold. Well, that's about all the evidence, uh, or any judge in Iowa, we'll need to hear. Come on, psycho, you're going to an ultra ball, where no one will ever choose you again. 
Because really, when you think about it, Pokeballs are prisons where you can put these creatures, taking them out only to fight each other in the name of sport. I mean, doesn't make sense. We shake them out, we shake down any dog fighting ring we find, but then no bad night when there are two Pokemon, some who look very much like dogs, I might add, fighting in broad ding dang bingo daylight. It's really, really messed up. Well, that's enough of me on my soapbox. Thanks for your help, kid. We need more concerned citizens like you helping us to apprehend every criminal. Pikachu gives Ash an enthusiastic thumbs up and a big smile appears on both of their faces. Well, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what they say. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. <laughs> Ash winks at the camera. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a weird way to word that, but sure. <laughs> Preview next episode. Next time on TV's Pokemon. <laughs> Interior, Ash's house, day. Ash opens his front door. Standing there is that dorky ginger kid from Pokemon Snap. Ash's world is punched in the nards when that dorky ginger kid from Pokemon Snap reveals some dangerous information. That dorky ginger kid from Pokemon Snap shows Ash photos of him and Pikachu in the Cedar Rapids location with the mangled corpse of much-beloved son, husband, and future father, Jeff Pritchell. Ash's body trembles in shock and fear. Hello! I want five million of this story's world's currency! <laughs> or I'm showing these photos to the Tournament Arc Championship officials! Ash gasps, and a little bit of Nilla wafer crumbs fly from his mouth, because he had just been eating Nilla wafers. <laughs> and after they look at him, I'll show him to the coppers, the fuzz. I don't know the other word for the cops, but uh, because they're only copy. Nah. Because these are the only copies I have. Exterior, suburban neighborhood street, sunset. Pikachu, casually whistling a royalty free tune, pops open the hatchback of his 91 gunmetal pink Volkswagen Golf. He does a super cute little half hop into the back, his hind legs dangling. And it's up to his best friend Pikachu to save the day and make things right. Pikachu hops out with a Crash Bandicoot Halloween mask in his hand. Will he step up to the challenge? Still whistling, he puts on the mask and again hops into the back of the car. Or have our heroes met their match? This time, Pikachu hops out with a ball-peen hammer. Across the street, a door to one of those homes opens out, and out walks that dorky ginger kid from Pokemon Snap. The two make eye contact, and Pikachu spins the hammer in his hand. Interior, diner, day. Brock and Misty sit in a booth with a plate of fries in between them, because Misty wasn't hungry enough to eat a whole order of fries, and Brock really wants to make out with Misty. <laughs> she grabs a fry and dips it in a little cup of ranch. Meanwhile, Brock and Misty are faced with their own devastating situation. Misty takes a bite of the fry and winces in disgust. What's wrong? Is that not the ranch you ordered? No, it's ranch. It's just 
you know how there's the good kind of ranch that some restaurants have, and then the not as good ranch other restaurants have? <laughs> this is the not as good kind. Brock bangs his fist on the table. I need a manager, now! <laughs> All this and probably some commercials on the next episode. Friends United, a test of strength. Pause, save and quit. <laughs> the end. That has been Pokemon Train Up Pikachu Wants to Be Strong, story by David Mamet and Woo! Steven Wilbur. Give it up for everyone you saw today. Saw, you know, Mark the Movie Man, Carolyn Mays, DJ Hop, Al Sanchez, Steven Wilbur, Tiffany McGuire, Alexander Jade, Christian Lipsky, Denise Espinoza. Shane Hosey and your boy Chris Otomy. Thanks for listening to Spec Script. Come to our next live episode, November 10th at the Portland Podcast Festival, PBA, and November 11th at Kelly's Olympian for Nick Sahoya's take on Supernatural. Get at it, bro. Yeah.